If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. How to Live Unbothered. Hi, friends. It's Diane here at Someone Gets Me. And today we're going to talk about living our lives free of being crabby and grouchy and agitated and irritated. So we're going to talk about living unbothered by what is happening out in the world or what's happening within us or both. It's easy. It's very easy to be offended, irritated, agitated by bad drivers, by bad politics, by our own negative thinking, you know, that trying to keep growing and being frustrated with ourselves or thinking, oh, the way I think is wrong or all these things, the negative self-talk, the old belief systems that don't work. It's easy to be irritated and agitated. It's easy to feel cantankerous and crabby. It's easy to feel grouchy. And for most of us, when we go through these periods of maybe ADHD rage or being really upset, on the backside, often there's guilt or blame or upset or exhaustion. And so today I want to talk about some actual skills that we can use, some strategies so we can be bothered less and still be effective and live in our own amazing creative way. So the first thing I want you to think about is how much joy has been stolen from you that you have let go away because of being crabby, irritated, agitated, bothered? How much of your joy has been soured? And then I want you to think about your vision for your life, your mission, what's important to you, and how you've been distracted from that or how that vision's even been blurry. I have many people come to me for help because they can't see the vision. They feel it, but they can't get to it. It's blurry because of the inner toxins. Or what about the times that you started going after a goal or something and then you got distracted and it, then you got agitated and irritated, right? Because you got bothered. So it comes in lots of forms and it affects us in lots of ways. And so living unbothered, for a higher percentage of the time than we are um, currently will work in our favor. So I see this as, as a ongoing kind of practice as a way to continue to grow because the more sensitive you are, the more overexcitabilities you have, the more intense sensitivities you have. Sometimes this can be quite tricky. It can be quite tricky sometimes to walk through life 
and not be irritated at so many things or agitated at so many things. Because if you're like me, you have a very sensitive nervous system and a very sensitive system. And so things can start less easily or things like that. So it's important that we have a strategy, that we have a system to release the static, the agitation, the irritation that can run through our system or sometimes get stuck there. What's your system for letting go of the things that bother you? Old belief systems, historical memories, current events, worry things about the future. What is your system for letting go and releasing the things that bother you? Do you even have a system? Or are you one of those people who thinks it's um, the the honor to hold on to everything and keep track of all the things that have ever been wrong and you're going to be right? Because people who are right fighting tend to have less happiness and satisfaction. So if you're holding on to the old toxins, the old wrongs, the things people did or said, the things you did or said, and you're refusing to allow yourself to continue to expand and move forward, you are allowing what's bothered you, the toxins, if you will, to multiply and get thicker and harder and take root and get in there. It makes it harder for you to be happy and satisfied because your system is full of cookie stuff. I kind of imagine it like that old Nickelodeon slime, this nasty, slimy stuff that gets in the way. Kind of holding on to that weighs you down. So you might even feel heavy sometimes. And it'll stop you from being able to reach forward. It'll actually stop you from going after your goals. So pretty soon, if you let it go on long enough, you will start to not follow your vision. You'll start to shut down. You might even call it depression or anxiety, or you might even call it distracted, or you might settle for second last, second best, you know, like, I'm not going to go after the real thing. I'll just do this other thing because I don't think I can get where my vision is telling me. But I'm here to tell you that if your heart is singing to you and you have a vision that it's yours alone and it's meant for you to do, or you wouldn't have it. If I asked every person that I work with and then added my own, what's my heart say? What's my vision? We all have something different because we're all different. So your vision is for you to go after. And if you hold yourself back by being irritated or bothered or um, judging other people, those kinds of things, you are stopping your own genius, your own happiness, and your own success. So I ask you, how do you handle these things? How do you handle being bothered or maybe even offended? How do you handle being irritated and agitated, knowing that the more you hold on to irritation and agitation and being offended or bothered, all of those things, the more you hold on to them over time, the more toxic and the more contaminated your system becomes. It grows. So some people, when they start working on themselves, they have some old contamination in there, and it takes a series of efforts to release and clear it out. Now, the good news is 
anything that's in us that's contaminating us can be cleared out. That anything that's in our way from realizing and going after and having the vision that's within us to show up in the world, anything that's in the way can be rectified. No one is stuck. Now, sometimes our brain says we're stuck, but we're really not stuck. And it takes focus and protected and dedicated time and effort to clear out the contamination that's been mounting up for years, decades, if you will. Many people, especially in the United States and Western society anyway, tend to be a little lazy and they want to take a pill in order to get rid of the contamination. Well, that's not how this works. Pills can help, but they don't do the whole work. It's up to us individually to spiritually and emotionally and mentally clear out the toxins. Oh, I had a, I was having a difficult time in my life one time and I called a dear friend of mine and she gave me a great analogy about this whole idea of clearing out contamination and toxins. And she said, you know, right now the water you're swimming in is really dark and murky and you can't see and it's just sludgy and nasty. She said, but if you keep on swimming and you keep on doing the work you're doing and you keep it up, pretty soon the water gets a little bit clearer and a little bit clearer. And over time, with work and focus and clearing, you end up swimming in clear water. And that visual helped me a lot. I'm a water person so that I could relate to it, but it really helped me. So in those days where the water feels dark or murky, I know that if I keep going and I keep swimming, then the water will eventually get clearer. And she was correct. Through that difficult time, I kept on going, I kept swimming, and she was correct. Another friend of mine at another time of my life used a different analogy. If you water analogies don't work, I was living in Florida at the time. And my friend said, if you're driving from Florida to California, do not turn around in Texas. Keep going. So sometimes it's just the action of putting one step in front of the other to clear out the toxins, to build a system to let things go. Now, if you're intuitive and empathic and gifted and you're sensitive, sometimes the letting go part is a little tricky because we're taught in this society to hold on to everything. And some people care about justice. And so there's all these reasons to hold on to things. But there's more compelling reasons to let things go emotionally and energetically so that it doesn't bury you. You can still have passion about things and not be buried in the heavy toxins of it. You can still do great things without being buried in the toxins and the contamination. So we want to, it's like declining. Here's what it's like. It's like declining an invitation to a party you don't want to go to anyway. So when somebody tries to, you know, say something that's offensive, or even like if you're on social media and you see something you don't agree with or whatever it is, big or little, even in your own thinking, you could, you know, the negative self-talk starts up. You can decline that invitation. You do not have to engage it. You don't have to engage your own um, old thinking. You don't have to engage any of it. Not really. So the first step in my system anyway And you want to build your own system. I'm going to give you some ideas 
and help set it up for you. If you need me to help you or you would like to talk to me about it further, my email's in the show notes. Email me. I am happy to serve you and help you. So my first step is I decline the invitation. And sometimes I'll even say my dance card is full. Or sometimes if people um, are acting all um, grouchy, and that I know it'll get me being all grouchy, or I'm irritated, then I decline the offer. I decline the invitation. And I can decline an inner invitation too. I'm very sensitive. And it's easy to have all these little distractions. And so sometimes it's like, no, I'm not doing that either. I'm not doing that either. It's okay. You can say no and you can respectfully decline, lovingly decline. And the love is for yourself. So sometimes I say this little thing, I love me enough and I love you enough to stop the dance. Not doing it. And that doesn't mean that the other person's going to take care of whatever they've done that's irritating or agitating you. It doesn't mean that somebody who has harmed you is going to come back and say they're sorry or somebody owes you money is going to pay you back. It doesn't mean any of that. It means you're free of the toxic bond that holds you to them because of your irritation and agitation. And that's where your freedom is. That's how you can live unbothered. Because everybody, all of us, live with the consequences of our decisions and our actions. So then the next thing I do is I begin to offer compassion for myself and for all others involved. Um, Some people use the word forgiveness. Well, the definition of forgiveness means to have compassion for, does not mean to condone or forget. So I like to hold compassion for myself and the other person or people. Because what I really believe here is that all of us, all humans, are trying to make it, whatever that means. We're walking each other home. We are all trying to survive. People who are greedy are really scared to death to not have enough money, and money is their um, identity, if you will. It's their definition of who they are. Right? So there's all different kinds of ways to look at it, and I tend to say, well, I want to have compassion for people, even if it takes holding that idea of compassion over and over and over again. So a lot of times we think that one time of saying, I forgive you, or I'm choosing to do something different, one time is enough. Well, what I have found, especially with gifted people, is sometimes we have to hold that compassion, remind ourselves that we're freeing ourselves from this toxic bond because we're swimming out of the toxic water more than once. Sometimes six or seven times in a day, sometimes more than one day, sometimes over years. Because if you've been really deeply harmed when you were younger or whatever, you and you've been trained to hold on to that offense because now it's part of your identity, it's part of who you say you are. You can, you can tell that when people say they're survivors of something and they hold on to that as their identity. That's one thing to say you survive it when you first did, but to hold on to it for decades tells me that that person is using that as part of their identity markers, which means that inner agitation is still there on some level. So it matters 
our language. It matters how we see it. And it matters that we, re- we are able to and willing to lose the story and move forward. And that's hard to do because our ego wants us to hold on to the story. And there's payoff sometimes to holding on to the story. Well, what if you could be free of all that inner bothering, all that inner agitation, all that inner angst? Because you knew how to free yourself from some old story that's no longer relevant and that might even be in your way, clouding your vision, blurring your goals and what you think are important for you and souring your joy. What if you could do that, right? So we want to begin to swim into that clearer water, dilute the inner toxins with something more pure. Now, we can do that more pure thing by grounding, by hugging trees or hanging out in nature, by living in the elegant simplicity of the beauty of the natural world. We can do it through prayer and meditation. We can do it through yoga. We can do it through sound healing. We can do it through talking and journaling and art and creativity and music or a combination of all those and then some. I know some of my most amazing, profound releases of that inner gookie stuff was doing um, cryogenics, being in, in really cold temperatures. That really helped get rid of a lot of junk. One time I did um, uh, green juice only fast for like four days and it was freeing of toxic gook. There's all kinds of ways. That's where following your intuition, being inspired by other people, can help give you ideas to add to your system of release. I work with a lot of people who are musicians. Part of many of their systems of release of letting go of toxins is music, either writing music, playing music, somehow engaging their instruments, whether their voice is their instrument and or an instrument, but they use music. I know a lot of athletes I work with Part of their system of release is physical. Go to the gym and work out really hard. Go do their sport really well, whatever it is. But it's a physical release. Some people I know have to have a creative release. Some of us use multiple kinds of release. But what's your system? So your system of release is yours alone and it can have elements of many things and it can also change and shift and move over time because as we grow and evolve and change as people some things that work really well for us at one time of our life might work differently at a different time so think about it what's your system understand that holding on to things that have offended you including things you've done for you to yourself or things that have upset you like regret guilt all of those things are distractions they are energetic and emotional distractions that are impeding your living out your vision and fulfilling your heart's desire and we all have them on some level so if you're fulfilling your heart's desire more and more every day You are releasing these upsets and guilts and griefs. The reflection that says, I should have, could have, or would have done something differently. 
When the truth is, you wake up every day trying to do the best you can, and you do the best you can. Even if you look back later and say, well, I should have done better, you didn't know to do better, and you couldn't do better before, or you would have. So we have to take ourselves out of that um, beating ourselves up victim place and say, all right, everything I'm holding on to that's an offense or an upset of some kind is a distraction from me living out my vision, my life, my happiness. And you can feel your heart's desire and vision trying to emerge. I know you can. And you can avoid it all day long. You can fight it. You can push it down. You can create anxiety. You can create all kinds of distractions. You can hold on to the old stuff. And I'm here to tell you that heart's desire will not go away. In fact, at times it will get louder until you say yes. Until you say yes. And the moment you say yes, that's when you open the door to start swimming out of the dark, murky nastiness of that inner toxic ugh. And you get to have more purity and beauty and love in your life internally. And then it reflects externally. So another part of your system of release will be to choose your battles wisely, right? Not every battle is meant for us to fight. Not everything we need to get in the middle of. Again, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And it's a decision and a choice moment by moment what the battles are. I have some pretty goofy neighbors, and I'll bet you have some pretty goofy neighbors too. So there's some times that I have to choose what battles I'm going to pick. If any of those, maybe something bigger. I have a lot of people I work with in different levels. I choose how many things I want to get involved in. Now, a battle can be something as simple as a disagreement or an argument or You know, sometimes I can see something since I'm so intuitive for somebody I'm working with and I go to share it with them and they're not ready for it yet or they don't want to hear it because they're still in their distraction. I have to decide how much I'm going to pound on that door or not. At all times, we're making choices, we're making decisions and distractions come in all forms. And some of them look very noble. They look and appear very valid. And yet they might be just a distraction. Like worry is a distraction. Guilt, fear, those are distractions. And it's not bad to be distracted, by the way. But it does get in the way. So sometimes a calculated distraction is okay, especially for us gifted people. And if you have ADHD, we need a calculated distraction sometimes. But we want to be aware that that's what we're doing. So that later on, that day, next day, next week, next decade, we go, well, I wish I was someplace different. And I let those distractions get to me so that we don't beat ourselves up. So when we're aware and we say, okay, well, today's going to be a distraction day. Then tomorrow it releases that guilt And that upset and that irritation that I wasted yesterday because I was aware when I chose the distraction first. Making sense? Paying attention and being aware makes our decisions more effective. And then it takes away the potential for guilt and upset later because we made a decision with awareness. Now, in the future, we may say, 
I'm going to do something differently moving forward. That's called growth. That's not reason to beat yourself up. So understand that another part of your system of release is going to learn being learning how to handle things when it comes into your world that you don't necessarily invite. A lot of gifted people get bullied. A lot of really smart people who can think really well, who are also visionaries, can get bullied by people who are insecure. That just throws into your world. How are you going to handle it? Things happen in the media. Things happen in the world that, ha- that are going to happen. Life is going to happen to you and around you. So I always say, instead of life happening to me, so that it, that's a victim statement, right? I always say it's happening for me. Like there's, there's something in it. There's a nugget in everything, even if it's offending or upsetting me. There's a nugget in there somewhere that will move me forward toward my vision. It might be a lesson I teach a client later. It might be something that alivens my life later on in my life, or it might be something that wakes me up to a blind spot that I couldn't see, and that irritation helped me see it. So now, rather than being bothered, I can be grateful that even though it might be uncomfortable, I can see it. So then I can release whatever was in the way that that I couldn't see. There are a lot of things in the way of all of us that we can't see. Awareness is key. It's very important to help us get the toxins out of our system. I'm talking about our energetic, emotional, mental, physical, all of them. How are you going to release the toxins? You have to be aware of them first to even know it's something to release. And so sometimes gaining that awareness is very uncomfortable. And sometimes it's a bitter pill to swallow. And sometimes it comes from people who love and care about us who have to say something to us. It's quite difficult, but they can see what we can't see. Just like you can see for someone what they can't see. So be grateful when you're learning lessons, even if they're difficult, because they're helping you clear out the toxins. They're helping you take the sourness that has distracted from your joy and allowed you and allowing you to be more joyful. Seeing the things you can't see and giving you a chance to shed the light of truth on them and rectifying them helps you have clearer vision for your future. So a lot of people think that personal development and spiritual growth are all woo-woo and easy. It's not. It's very difficult. It's not for the faint of heart. My first spiritual mentor told me that, that a spiritual life is not for wimps, he said. I didn't really understand what he meant back then. I was kind of naive, and now I get it. So every time you have something unresolved that you're holding on to within you, it's like a trash compactor. It's, you're just putting more and more garbage in when it's unresolved. And you can resolve many things, if not everything, on your own. You don't need somebody else to resolve it. You don't need to go back in the lion's den and talk to somebody who's abused you in order to resolve it. You can resolve it internally and spiritually. You do not have to put yourself in danger to clear up an old toxin. Though some people think, oh, I have to do that. No, you don't. There are many ways to free yourself from that bondage of that old ignorance that do not cause harm to you or others. 
And sometimes the human life and the human experience require us to learn and grow in ways maybe that are different or uncomfortable or not within our immediate understanding, but we will start understanding them. So another part of my system of release is having trust in the universe. I have trust that in the elegant simplicity of the universe and of the natural world, flowers bloom right on time, even if we think they're late or early, right? And I notice that when I trust the universe and I have faith of life itself, that my life is less bothered and I'm less irritated. And uh, somebody I, I was talking to a while ago said, yeah, but I'm not religious. And I said, well, do you drive a car? And she, she said, yes. I said, well, when you drive your car, you have to have faith because the only thing that's helping keep everybody from crashing all over the place are lights and paint on the, on a road. So people who get in crashes, I don't even call them accidents, really, they're crashes, are because of distractions. It's not just distracted driving off because of your phone. People are distracted because they're thinking something and they're daydreaming. They're distracted because they're too busy being agitated or right fighting about whatever's going on in the world. They're distracted about time-sensitive things or thinking they need to hurry. And so it's any form of distraction that creates crashes. But the truth is when you get in a car, whether you're a passenger or a driver, the only thing regulating you are, is paint on a road and lights and signs, pieces of metal on the side of the road, things like that. Our cars are not on tracks. So faith comes in many forms. When you come home and it's dark in your home and you flip a light switch, you have faith that the light's going to turn on. When you go to sit in a chair, you don't test it first, do you? You just sit in it because you have faith it's going to hold, it held you once, it will hold you again. So I'm talking about having a system to begin to offer compassion to yourself and others and beginning to release the toxins in your thoughts, your words, your actions, your energy that are getting in your way because those toxins create Stomach problems, digestion problems, cardiovascular problems. The body ends up bearing the burden and you end up in pain of some kind. And that's not the goal. The goal is for you to live your vision, feel joyful, and be a beneficial presence on planet Earth. Whatever that looks like. Only you can bring your vision forward. There's no one else here to do it. So if it's in your heart, it's meant for you. So some of the value of having a mentor or a coach or somebody in your corner that's not emotionally attached to the outcome, like a relative, somebody in addition to them, is that you have that other perspective. And with that perspective, we can drop more and more of the toxins. And then as we drop the toxins, we replace that space in our consciousness with something higher like love, gratitude, compassion, kindness. There's no such thing as a vacuum except man-made vacuums. So when you're clearing out your inner landscape, 
you want to be sure that you put something in that spot that's of higher quality, like compassion or love or kindness. There's a way to do that. That's a different system, right? But the system of release is letting things go and living your life unbothered. Now, we're not going to do it perfectly. And some days we are going to be bothered all the time and some days hardly at all. And some days we'll remember all of our skills and our system and some days we won't. That's where compassion comes in. Because gifted people like to do everything perfectly right out of the gate. Oldest children and only children also have that issue where I have to do it once. I have to memorize it when no one's looking and then be perfect. And I'm telling you, no, you don't. That's a lie. That's a toxin you're holding on to, that perfection. It's not true. The truth is you were born fully equipped with everything you need. All your internal resources, all your intuition, your empathy, all that inner yumminess of your essence. You're born with it. Any part of it that you cannot access, it's because there's a distraction that's gotten in the way from yourself or imposed by others. So our journey of freedom, our journey of living unbothered is in peeling away all of those distractions and being really connected to who we are on the inside. And every one of us in human form are on that journey. We're never done and there is no finish line. And it's never too late to start. (laughs) We can start at any time and move at whatever pace is comfortable. Some days quickly, some days slowly, and it's all okay. You are okay. So friends, I hope that this episode about how to live unbothered has served you. My hope is that you develop a system of release that works for you, that's fluid enough to evolve as you evolve. And of course, if there's anything that I can do to serve you or a topic you would like me to speak about, or you would like to meet with me, all you have to do is check out all the links in the show notes. My email is there. The way to contact me to get a get to know you call is there. There's everything is there. My purpose in the world is here to serve, um, to help raise the vibration of people and help us all live the life we're meant to live. So if there's any way I can serve you with that, my answer will be yes. Until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, put your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you're a rock star. You are here on purpose with a mighty purpose. So go out there and let your light shine. Learn to live unbothered. Until the next episode, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings, and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone gets me.